Welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, where we're tackling hard topics with women of the word. Welcome back to the Yeah Girl podcast. I'm your host, Bree. And I'm Sky. We are so excited to be starting our new series on getting to know God better. Um, our last series was all on relationships. We mm-hmm. did a Q&A. We talked about dating and all that jazz. And we hope you listened to it and that it blessed you. But now mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about um, getting to know God. And this series is for those of you going through the motions, but you feel like you don't actually know God. Mm-hmm. Um that I feel like a lot of us find ourselves at. I was literally, I feel like I just walked out of that season Mm. a few weeks ago, like coming off the road, Mm. being home for break and just feeling like, all right, what's the point of everything again? Like, Or you kind of like go in and out. Yeah. I feel like our whole lives is just us going like in and out of like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. And like, oh my gosh, God, like I'm so on fire for you right now. Mm -hmm. And then to the other extreme of like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally get that. So all everybody's gone through that. You're not alone. And so that's what this series is going to be all about. Um, and we hope that it comforts you and encourages you and mm-hmm. um, challenges you, too. Yeah. So we have a question to start us off. And I think it's a pretty cool question um, because today's episode is titled, Why Can't I Hear God's Voice? So Skylar and I are kind of going to give an example of when we've like seeing God move. Mm-hmm. So the question is, when was a time that God had very obviously performed in your life and there's no way to deny it? Mm. The first thing I thought of whenever we came up with this question was I was working somewhere else in 2021, I think. Oh, someone's vacuuming. So there's banging on the wall. It's okay. Um, I was working somewhere else in 2021. I was working at a pro-life organization, actually. Um, I could tell stories from there in and of itself because there was a lot of way that God moved. Like I literally worked outside of Planned Parenthood, like turning women around from getting abortion. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. God was so cool. And he moved so much there. But while I was there, I had just graduated high school and I had felt a call to ministry, but I kind of felt it. And I was like, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. So (laughs) then I just kind of like left it alone. And there was a random job opening at the church. Jen was leaving and she was head of um, the KL 5.0 ministry. And this job position just randomly opened. And I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. And it had been open for quite a bit. So randomly I was at JHM one night so that's our junior high ministry and Jen came up to me and said you need to apply for my job (laughs) and I was just standing there like what why and she was like I don't know I just feel like you really need to apply for it and I was like okay I guess and so I texted Obi so he's the personnel person or he was the personnel person by Obi he's not here anymore oh rip (laughs) yeah so sad well he's not dead he's he's gone he is yes he's Doing great. And a new pastor of a church. Anyways. <laughs> um, so I texted Obi. I was like, hey, is there any chance that I could get an application? And he was just kind of like, there is, but we already have someone lined up for the position. So you can apply, but I'm not going to promise a callback, anything like that. And I was like, okay, at least I tried. So that was like the first time, like that was the first thing I had heard about it. And so basically my hopes were so low and I hadn't even got my hopes up anyway, because I was like, why the heck would I get that job? So skip forward i think it was a, a wednesday wednesday <laughs> i remember the story <laughs> yes it was a wednesday and i was sitting no wait it was a monday but we were gonna talk about a wednesday it was a monday and i was sitting out on the sidewalk i was literally doing my job and obi texted me and was like hey or no wait my boss came out to me first my boss came out to me and was like hey do you want off wednesday and i was just kind of like I guess he's like, yeah, we have too many people working the sidewalk, which never happens. Mm. Like we had to beg people to come out to the sidewalk. So that never happened. Oh my so he just randomly gave me off on a Wednesday at like noon. And I was like, OK, sure. <laughs> and so literally not even like two minutes later, Obi texted me and said, hey, we have an interview open for noon on Wednesday. Oh I gosh. literally sat there with like my hands up like what just happened? Like <laughs> I'm so scared what just happened. <laughs> and I was like okay like I had to say yes because there was literally if I said no like I feel like I would have got like lightning bolted yeah dummy (laughs) um so I said yes I went in for the interview and literally well Obi after the interview was like dude that was a really good interview I wasn't expecting that I was like thank you um (laughs) thank you I think 
Um, and so I came out, and so the next Thursday was YA night. So he was like, we'll give you a call maybe next week or something. So the next Thursday, so literally the day after it was YA night, he came up to me and said, so you got the job. Oh, my god. And gosh. I was just standing there. I was like, no way. <laughs> like, I cried, I think, because I was just so shocked. Because all of this happened within the span. So it was the Sunday Jen said that I should apply for the job. It was the Monday that I was on the sidewalk, and I mm-hmm. got the interview. And then it was on Wednesday I, I interviewed for it. And then Thursday, I got the job. Like, all this happened within, like, four days of each other. And literally, there's no way. Like, why did my boss let me off? Why were there too many people working on the sidewalk? (laughs) Why did Ovi have a random opening that all the pastors could attend on that Wednesday that the time was off? There was literally no way. Wow. No way that I should have gotten that. Literally God. (laughs) Yeah. That was definitely one of my biggest God moments. That's so cool. I love that story so yeah, much. It's, it's just so, so crazy. <laughs> oh, God's timing is perfect. And yeah. if he wants you somewhere, he will make it happen. Amen. And oh. I'm still here. I'm in a different position, but I'm still in the church. And if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would like be working at this church. Mm. So like that was the first open door that God was like, all right, it's time to walk through it. And I did. And literally ever since then, like it's wow. yeah, such God's plan. So That's awesome. What about you? For me, um, Let's see where to start. So for those of you who have heard why I joined Life Action and how it came about and everything, I'll give a a quick recap of all that. But this is something that God's used in my life in such a big way and has grown me spiritually and in my relationships and like literally every way. I'm so thankful for it. So it came about it came about because um, I during my health issues in 2020 and not being able to work jobs, um, not being able to go back to school, um, I was serving as much as I could in church and every ministry. Like mm-hmm. I was literally in every ministry I yeah. could be in besides <laughs> men's ministry. Like <laughs> yeah. I was doing everything I could. Um, and I was trying to work with kids and cause I realized I was like, Oh, God's calling me to children's ministry. Like I knew he had called me to that and to, um, teach, like a long time ago, like Mm -hmm. a few years after I was saved when I was like 14, um, I knew he was calling me to children's ministry. And then when I was 18, graduating high school, I had heard about life action through a friend of mine and I really wanted to do it, but Mm -hmm. I had such bad anxiety that I was like, absolutely not. I'm never doing anything like that. Like staying in strangers' homes, teaching in front of people. Yeah, that's definitely. No, like (laughs) absolutely not. I get car sick. Like it's just like everything Mm -hmm. about it. I was like, I hate everything about that, but I love their mission. I love their focus and everything. Um, And I knew he was calling me to that. Like not... I subconsciously knew at that point, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I should say, um, because I had a burden to do it and I had the desire to do it, but I was like, mm, no, that's too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so years later, I was in 20, 21 years old, um, doing serving as much as I could for like a year, almost two years, figuring out health issues and stuff. Um, we were I was doing a first student's what what was it called a D now Mm. um weekend and at the end of the weekend we were worshiping and I was in the very back of the sanctuary Mm -hmm. um just having my moment with Jesus and was like oh my goodness wasn't thinking about anything else and in those moments in ministry I kept hearing the Lord tell me like not in an audible voice Mm -hmm. but just like very a just like a I don't know how to say it, like a Mm -hmm. voice in my head come out of nowhere when I'm just worshiping him. Mm -hmm. And he kept telling me, this is what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. And it was for like every conference we had. And it was every Mm. like every single time one of those moments came up. That's what I kept hearing him say. And I was like, "Okay, I'm doing it. What do you want me to do now? (laughs) Like, I'm I'm trying. I'm doing it. Like, what more do you want? I'm literally right here. Do you see me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Literally crying my eyes out, singing (laughs) praises to you. I'm doing it. So, um going through all that and like it was six months of hearing him tell me that every single conference we did or camp or Mm -hmm. whatever it was and it wasn't until the last one in February 2022 that I heard him say it again and I was like oh my goodness you mean life action like Mm. that's that's what they all were about was the revival the conferences the being with the kids the being with the teens and teaching and um like everything about it everything that I was doing that he was telling me that 
this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. All of it was life action. It mm-hmm. was inspiring others to say their next yes. It was challenge, challenging others to step up in their faith to be doers of the word and not just hearers. Yeah. And um, and to teach children because mm-hmm. at that point I was with the JHM girls. Shout out to my sixth grade group, like group. I love them so <laughs> well, much. Well, they're seventh grade now, right? Yeah, I know. It's so sad. They're <laughs> <laughs> growing but up. But anyway, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. It's going to be one of those days. <laughs> uh, okay. So he, I, oh yeah, I figured out that's what he was calling me back to do. And mm-hmm. I instant conviction hit. I was like, you told me to do that so long ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been so disobedient. I've been running away. I've been doing culinary school. That's not what you wanted me to do. I've been doing all these <laughs> other things and like yeah. literally running from what he wanted for me what he wanted me to do how he wanted to work through me and how he's used it to work in me and soften my heart and if it wasn't like somebody pointed this out to me recently that if I had gone when I was 18 Mm -hmm. um and had my health issues happen on the road that would have been awful yeah like the health issues in of its own and COVID at the same time Mm -hmm. happening um, that was awful, but to think about that happening on the road, yeah, it was definitely God's perfect timing that it happened after, after yep. we figured things out, after um, I worked through a lot of anxiety and depression and just mental health issues on top of the health mm-hmm. or the physical health stuff. Yeah. Um, and it just like I look back at the past five years of life and I'm like, that is like I'm literally here just by God's grace. Mm-hmm. Like all of us are. Yeah. Um, but just thinking about these past five years and everything that's happened, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is God right there. And seeing what he's done this past year in my life with life action um, and what he's taught me and how he's grown me is just like it's too much to say. There's too many details. I don't even know how to articulate it all. Yeah. But it's just like it's totally him because exactly. if I hadn't yeah. stepped into that obedience five years after high school, five years after him telling me I needed to. Um, do life action mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be doing this podcast right now right like teaching yeah no and me being, too because it's softened honestly I have had such a hard heart towards young adults for a while mm-hmm. because of just my past church hurt mm-hmm. and that's something that I've healed from and learned how to forgive mm-hmm. and um, that's something that God's taught me in life action and so now I'm like, all right, I want to be with like all the girls. I want to be right. talking to all the girls and yeah. see where everyone's at. I want to be praying over everyone. So I yeah. think the biggest thing I've seen God do in my life is change my heart completely. Like yeah. That. Like even after being saved, but seeing how he's, he's steadily softened my heart and taught right. me to obey. What would you say to someone who says that they feel like they've never heard God's voice? Mm. I think we all have people in our lives that like, we feel like they're just telling us like, oh, I heard God tell me this today. Like God was telling me like, oh, you need to go do this and yeah. like, or whatever it is. Or like, oh, God's called me to go do this. Like the story I just gave, like yeah. I knew God was calling me to something. Um, and we it's like you sat down and had a conversation with him. It's yeah. like, how do you do you that? Like, audibly never... heard him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's, that's so hard. You can take those kinds of people um, two different ways mm-hmm. you can either be so disheartened and jealous and have yeah. your heart so hardened towards that person and those types of people mm-hmm. because you're like God's only talking to them he yeah. like only likes them and yes. he's not talking to me at all um, he doesn't want to talk to me he's mad at me and it can make you spiral into um, a bunch of thoughts that are not true about mm-hmm. God and which is probably the reason why you're not hearing him because you're having yeah. untrue thoughts about him because you're not in his word knowing the actual truth about them anyway we'll get into that later but like that's that's a way you can take it with people um that feel like they're hearing God a lot um or that you hear them saying that they're hearing God a lot yeah um and you can just be so mad about it um I've been on both sides of this where I was mad at others for hearing that Mm. um I think everybody kind of has um but and then getting ultimately mad at God because mm-hmm. of it, because you feel like it's his fault. Yeah, like he has favorites or exactly. something when yeah. he doesn't. Absolutely I would also not. say, too, I think sometimes we have an expectation of what God talking to us is going to look like. Yeah. Because I always say, like, well, God didn't come down, like, on a cloud and, like, say it to me. Like, that's what I, like, always say in life group and um, to our students and everything. Like, he's not, there's a, 
everything in your life, he's not just going to come down and hear a booming voice from mm-hmm. heaven and say that, like, I know it's a very exaggerated, exaggerated, but I definitely say it a lot because a lot of times it's what we expect. But sometimes it's just a gut feeling. Like mm-hmm. you feel something in your gut and you're like, whether it's conviction or sometimes you have a, you have a thought in your head that you would never normally have. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a big one for me. That's how I know God is talking to me because it's like, where did I get that? Yeah. Like, there's no way that my brain came up with <laughs> came that, up with it, yeah. came up with something that good yeah. because I'm pretty dumb compared to him. So <laughs> if that. there's anything that comes up that that that's that good. So I yeah. feel like if you feel like you can never hear God, definitely change what your expectation of actually hearing him mm-hmm. will be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in Jeremiah or it's Isaiah, I don't remember. It's somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's one of those. Mm-hmm. It talks about how the winds came, the winds blew, the storms came, mm-hmm. the storms blew and all that. Rain the mountains came. Sorry, I was blew. just thinking about yes, that song. Yes, it's that one. That's where that song yeah. comes from is that piece of scripture. Yeah. But it's in the silence that the Lord whispers mm. and that's when you hear him. Like, but, oh, that's what it said. Rain, rain, oh my goodness. Rain came, wind blew. Um is what that's saying, but God's presence wasn't there. Mm. It was in the quiet and the whispering is what yeah. that, I wish that I had gives that me scripture chills. right now. Like I know, it's like, he's so, oh, It's gentle. just so pretty. And like for yeah. how big our God is and how mighty he is, mm-hmm. and for him to just lovingly, gently whisper to us. Yeah. And like, oh, he's so good. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, But, or you can, when you do run into those those people and you're hearing that a lot and you're disheartened by about it you can remember that sometimes um, maybe that situation where you feel like you're not hearing God talk to you a bunch um, or at all um, he might be giving you a season of silence Mm. I'm just recently walking I feel like I'm transitioning out of a season of um, silence Mm -hmm. because um, God uses seasons of silence to grow our faith in Romans 4 9 21 um it talks about abraham and if anybody knows abraham he and sarah were very old expecting a child god had promised them a child Mm -hmm. and they were so old sarah was barren Mm -hmm. and they were trying to trust god in that and so in romans 4 19 21 it said he did not weaken in faith meaning abraham when he considered his own body which was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old or when he considered the barrenness of sarah's womb No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, Mm. but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. And Abraham is somebody in the Bible that I like, I want to be, I want to have faith like his so bad because it says he's fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised Mm -hmm. and that he gave God glory during that silence during not hearing him at all however many years it was until Isaac came along Mm -hmm. um like he he glorified God in that and I think that is so beautiful because we can very easily become bitter like I was just saying Mm -hmm. um seeing and hearing all about how he's moving in other people's lives and how he's talking to others but we can remember he's being just as intentional with us in those seasons of silence because he's trying to grow our faith and in well, if you look a little further in Romans 5, 3 through 5, it talks about, it says, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because mm-hmm. God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. And, oh, my goodness, that is so encouraging because that suffering, this could be a whole nother topic, but in that suffering, in that season of silence and feeling like God's just abandoned you, mm-hmm. that suffering, that is, if you let it, it's going to produce endurance. Yeah. And it's going to produce character, which then produces hope. And mm-hmm. then you're able to glorify God through that season, just like Abraham showed us earlier in that mm-hmm. in that piece of scripture. Yeah. But yeah. and have you ever I know this is so cheesy, but it actually helps me out so much. Have you ever heard like comparing God like the teacher is always silent during mm. the test? Like, no way you're bringing that up. I was thinking that earlier yes. today. Well, oh that's God. That's so, so funny. <laughs> but I always think that that's so good because if you think about it, like that's what the test is for. Mm-hmm. And I like the whole point of the test it's, is to see like how you do and like what you know and not saying that God does that to like make us feel anxious or to make us feel a certain no. way but we're not gonna grow in faith if all we can have in our head is like you know God but like that doesn't sound right but what I'm trying to say is 
whenever if God is just constantly talking to us all the time, how are we going to have faith? Because that moment that he disappears, everything's going to be over. Like if he was constantly in our head, constantly talking, constantly there, then the moment that he is gone, we're going to be like, well, okay, maybe that wasn't really to begin with. Like, I don't know. Like, Mm. that's what my life was. That makes me think of the disciples. Like, after Jesus went back, Mm -hmm. like, to be at the right hand of the Father, that's probably how they felt. That is probably exactly how they felt. Because even Peter, Peter just went, well, that's not right. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not how it should be. And with us, like, the reason that we have, like, moments of silence and everything is so that we can live based on faith. Mm -hmm. Because that's what this world is. Like, God isn't, well, he's obviously in our presence all the time, but he's not in every aspect of the world because of this world has denied God constantly so many times. So that you're going to walk into rooms of just complete and utter people who are just far from the Lord and you're the only one with that light and it's on you to like share it. And that's yeah. going to be so hard. But that's in that moment, all of the tests, all the silence are preparing you for that moment where you're talking to someone who has not a light of Jesus in their body. Mm. That's what you're being prepared for. Yeah. So that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, (laughs) there, okay, so when we talk about um, hearing God's voice and knowing what that sounds like and Mm -hmm. everything, something I always tell my girls, um, or used to tell my girls, the sixth grade girls I used to teach, was Mm -hmm. if you want to know what God's voice sounds like, get in his word Mm -hmm. and you will learn discernment. Yeah. Um, and I hope that's drilled into their heads because I said that every week. It makes me think of Obi and him telling us like four is I say this because. Yeah. And like that's like all over in my gar, Bible. Actually. Yeah. Gar. Yes. <laughs> I mean, four is the English word. Yeah. Okay. It's not gar, as cool though. Yeah. Anyway. But I hope that's drilled in their heads. So like if you want to know his voice, get in his word. Like, I feel like I'm doing that. Him. I feel like I'm doing that with accountability. It's not church hurt. I feel like I've said it like every podcast. Like oh, that's yeah. my catchphrase. <laughs> Yeah. Three, you need to it's get a so catchphrase. Good. Well, that could be your Wait, catchphrase. What catchphrase? What? I feel like my catchphrase is um, accountability is not church hurt. Oh. So you need to get a catchphrase is. for the podcast because Obi oh, has no. one. You now have one with pressure. your sixth grade girls. Crap. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't make me think about it too hard. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, I lost my train of thought. What was I just talking about? <laughs> you were talking about oh. discernment. Discernment. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so how do we grow discernment? Or like how those people um, that are hearing God constantly and they're in those seasons where they are hearing him. Yes. How are they able to discern what His what is his voice and what mm. their flesh is saying and what the yes. things of the world is saying? And so, I mean, simple answer is get in his word, but let's dive into a little bit more. So, yeah. <laughs> um, hearing from God, this is something... I really want to emphasize it's not well no I'm not going to put God in a box I want to be very careful with how I word this yeah because it's not an audible voice yes he has spoken in audible voices yes yes but having it's like having a very strong sense of what he's telling you a strong inclination a strong feeling a sense of peace and direction or a sense of conviction and challenge Mm. that's those um emotions or whatever words you would use for that um is what I feel and Mm -hmm. what I know whenever I know the Holy Spirit is telling me to do something. He's convicting me to do something. He's giving me a burden to do Mm -hmm. something. Like, um, I thought I was going to be a children's ministry director in Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, but he had heavily convicted me, given me a burden and the strongest desire to come back to life action for another year. And Mm -hmm. that's how I knew the difference. Yeah, uh, there and was, why would your flesh seek that? Exactly. Like, what good like, would I it knew, do for your flesh? Yeah, I yeah. knew both of them were, like, good choices. The, I yeah. think that was the biggest discernment test that I've, like, ever mm-hmm. had in my life spiritually because it, I felt like I was letting down both ministries, but I was like, I know mm-hmm. I'm not going to let God down with what, yeah. whatever because I know both of them could be in his will because they're both good things. Yeah. Knowing his will is knowing his, like, what he says in his word to be true, yes. and I knew both of the they're literally for the glory of God I was yeah. just trying to serve him and so mm-hmm. that was a big discernment test for myself and trying to really get in tune with the Holy Spirit and what he was telling me to do and that was just how I knew where to go was because I was convicted and burdened and had the desire to mm-hmm. go back to life action for another year and then things started to pan out like so smoothly mm-hmm. after that and it was totally God but anyway so what does Oh, I just answered this question, but like, what does the prompting from the Holy Spirit feel like to us personally? So like, I just gave an example of yeah. the 
what I feel and what I hear and like my story of um, how I knew I was supposed to go to life action in the first place because I just I consistently heard the Lord tell me this Mm -hmm. is what I want you to do yeah I think for me which is actually really cool that we're different I think for me like God definitely works in other people and in like it's oh, so yeah. funny because I'm like acts of service, so I feel like God does that for me. Really, Since I'm, I'm words of affirmation. Serv- so, oh my God, oh, he's speaking to my love languages. <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> well, he's like a dad in that way. Like yeah. that's so cool. Aww. But I feel like my thing is like since he knows that I struggle with doubt and he knows that I struggle with faith and those things. So like that whole instance of like the job and everything that impacted me more than like anyone like telling me how much God loved me mm-hmm. or like. Like, all those things are good, but that, like, his intentionality with being so specific, setting things into place, that moved me in my faith more than most things have. Mm. So I feel like God is very acts of service in that way where if I'm, like, struggling or if I'm hurting, I'll all of a sudden get a text from someone. Like, I'll be like, God, please, like, I need your help, and I'll get a text. And I'm just like, Ah. what the heck? (laughs) I'm like, okay. Also, too. This sounds really weird, but I swear it's true. I feel like every time I'm, like, sitting and I get, like, a thought from God, I feel like I get the chills or, like, goosebumps or something. I get, like, such a warm feeling. Like, yeah. I feel like somebody's hugging me really tight. Yeah. Like, I get just, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like, a wave of emotion, and then your body's just, like, what do I do with this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. But I think that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. We weren't even talking about that beforehand. That's how so Access service and words of wow. affirmation. Huh. That's so funny. I think it's so important. It, it's a great reminder that we shouldn't be putting God in a box. Yeah. He's not going to He's speak so to every single person this exact same way. Because, like, acts of service for me, like, if God had moved in my life the way he did for you mm-hmm. in going into ministry initially, mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, wow, what a cool coincidence. Thank you, God. Like, that's no. awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd have been like, that's great. Yeah. But the fact that, like, he was persistent in telling me what I needed to do, yeah. that spoke to and me lovingly. more. Yeah. 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 That's so That's, good. Oh, I love that. So also, that guys, if, <laughs> I, know, I literally have goosebumps right now. But no, guys, if you have not had that experience with the Lord yet, please don't be disheartened by yeah. that. Like this is Skylar and I having joy for each other and how we're hearing God work in both of our lives mm-hmm. because that's what we as Christians should be doing. Mm-hmm. Like just like this right here is like seeing, oh, it's so cool. Just like I can't get over it. Like, mm-hmm. this is something I love about being in ministry and on the yeah. road because you're constantly with people that are, um, that you're seeing God move in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, they're telling you about it and you're seeing the change and like having these kinds of conversations where those little moments like, oh my goodness, like both Skyler and I realizing he speaks to us in our love languages. Yeah. Like, that is so cool. So please don't feel like he doesn't love you because yeah. he does and he oh, will definitely. speak to you. Um, in the way that you need to hear him. Yes, definitely. And to, oh shoot, I lost my train of thought too. It's just <laughs> in the off. air today. <laughs> no, yeah, probably. It's Wednesday. <laughs> it is Wednesday. It feels more like a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and too, I feel like we get into this. Well, I want to say, first of all, too, like God speaks to everyone differently. And we've kind of talked about that before, but like, I think it's funny because in my life group, we'll talk about how people, how God like corrects people. Mm. And so sometimes like with some people, he has to just smack them on the head and be like, dude, how dare you? <laughs> like, I cannot believe you did that. And that's the only thing that will get their attention. That's like Keenan, my fiance. Mm. He has to literally like smack him in the face and Keenan's like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that. But for me, it has to be like a loving tap. Like, hey, yeah. I think you're feeling a little bit convicted, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm feeling really convicted. Aww. He's like, Okay. <laughs> he's like i know so yeah (laughs) let's just work on it everything's okay i still love you and i'm like Mm. no you don't there's no way i'm such a horrible person (laughs) but it's just so funny because also wow yeah because Because for me everyone differently bring it up in your gram again but as a one (laughs) my inner critic is so loud Mm -hmm. and that's hard for me sometimes to realize or like differentiate between my inner critic and what the Holy Spirit is mm. convicting me of. Because yeah. I'm convicted of so many different things. Because, like, my <laughs> core desire is to be good. Yeah. And for things to be right. Yes. And so trying to, like, figure out the difference between both of those things mm-hmm. is hard. And so when God's correcting me on things and the Holy Spirit's convicting me, it's in an encouraging way. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, 
you're it's almost like one of those like a leadership person coming up to you and saying like hey you're doing great here but i see we could use some work here yeah let me help you and it's never as scary during that yeah it's always like hey i need to talk to you in my office i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i don't need that but god I doesn't need do it. that to me because <laughs> yeah, he same. knows that that doesn't work for me yeah and Watch, also <laughs> next week we're both gonna be like god just convicted me so hard yeah. <laughs> i just got called into his office he <laughs> called me out yeah <laughs> in front of everyone but yeah. no <laughs> Oh my but goodness. that's just so cool mm-hmm. like he's so personable yeah and if you ask that. anyone they'll say different things oh yeah and like a lot of people think that that's a way of being like well exactly he's not real because he, he's not consistent and it's like no no he he's is. consistent in the in the things that are very important mm-hmm. but he's not gonna be like i know i'm not gonna talk to my fr- one friend the same as i talk to another friend or i'm not gonna you know make jokes to that friend that maybe another you know that mm-hmm. maybe would make them if they don't understand jokes or something like that, like there's always going to be like a little, a little bit of a difference, not change my whole personality. I keep the core things, but I interact with different people in different ways because I know like not in a bad way. Again, I'm not fake, but, (laughs) but I interact with different people based on how I know them and how I love Mm. them. You know, that is so good. I love that. Yeah. That was a good analogy. Thank you. Wow. Trying not to sound fake with like, I act different around everyone. No, because (laughs) I feel like that's even parents with their children. Like I know for my parents and me and my siblings, my siblings and I are all so different. Yeah. There's five of us. Discipline is so different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another thing for me and my siblings. Like my oldest sister, she, her discipline would be being put in a timeout, not getting to talk to anyone, not getting to see anybody, just Mm -hmm. like nose in the corner. Yeah. And um, you could spank her all you want and it wouldn't do anything because she had a high pain tolerance and she was stubborn <laughs> but if it if you put ethan or i'm the brother that's closest to me if you yeah. put us in timeout we would be thriving we're like peace and quiet yeah <laughs> i don't have to talk to anyone yes oh like, i get to avoid my siblings for exactly. 30 minutes <laughs> and for us it would be either like this well i don't think it would be the spanking because if my parents spanked me i didn't hear anything after that i was just like oh. but if they talked me talked to me and they were like i am so disappointed in that you, was me you too. knew better like that's what got to me and yes. my brother like yeah or I, even them great. just giving me the look after i did something i was like oh my yeah, gosh i'm a horrible person <laughs> i repent yeah. i'm so sorry for everything yeah yeah that's so cool it i love cool. how god like mirrors his character in all of his creation like in our parents through our friendships and his literal in nature like literally everything like Mm -hmm. i think everything we just talked about just showed yeah like his character yeah and all of it he's consistent but he's also personable Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's really that should be the theme for this for that's true how do we hear god why we're not hearing god he's consistent and he's personable love that so um with discernment, we were talking about discernment. Uh, how do we develop the gift of discernment? We've talked about mm. um, gifts of the Holy Spirit. He mm-hmm. gives gifts to um, all the people in the church, and um, those gifts are to build up the church and encourage and love one another. Um, yeah. And he he can use them to encourage and build up our ourselves too um, in our in our relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to write that down. Did I write? Nope, I didn't. Nope. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta look up the scripture. Okay. Um, but it's okay. So the biblical context for that is in Romans twelve three through eight. I realize now that a lot of the scripture that we pulled up <laughs> is in Romans, but anyway, it's okay. So Romans is great. Read Romans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in Romans twelve, let's see. My bad. I can sing in the background if it breaks the silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Romans twelve three through eight. For by grace. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of the faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we though are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy, in proportion to our faith if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation. I, I'm going to stop for a second there just okay. to make a little note on that one. I think a lot of people forget that exhortation, like exhorting is a spiritual gift. There mm-hmm. are some people that are just so good at it. Yeah. Like, um, 
uh, Jen Duggar. We've talked about her before. <laughs> She's the one that told you to yeah. um, uh, take the job. Yeah. She's somebody that I feel strongly like she has a gift of um, exhorting because mm-hmm. every time I talk to her, I just feel like she's building me up and mm-hmm. it's always with scripture. Yeah. And that is an underrated gift. Definitely. But all of these are equal. Mm-hmm. So um, continuing on, it says the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- those are just some of the spiritual gifts that we can um develop and one of them being discernment how are we going to discern oh my goodness Skylar (laughs) (laughs) my brain is running like a hundred miles per hour and my mouth's not catching well because we get excited yeah (laughs) (laughs) but anyway okay all right so how do we develop the gift of discernment there we go um one we pray to God regularly like how are we like it's going to be a conversation this is a relationship we have that's something that um um, we're going to talk about later on in the series mm-hmm. of, um, I grew up in a very legalistic church and never knew that it was a relationship or just didn't realize it was a relationship until mm-hmm. I was like 14, 12 to 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, that's what prayer is all about. It is talking to him, going to him regularly, consistently in, um, first Thessalonians five, 16 through 18 it says pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you i mean that's a command right there like we need to be praying without ceasing yes that's hard definitely um and to keep our minds on that but i mean that that is just so important and then in first corinthians 12 4 through 11 i won't read that whole thing um large is a very large large portion but go ahead and look it up um because praying to God is so important, just like how we're talking to our friends, just like how Skylar, you were saying, um, we need to know our friends and we're going to be talking to them differently mm-hmm. based on their personalities and their yeah. needs and loving them differently because of them. Um, we need to be praying. We just need to be talking to God mm-hmm. more and talking to him. In and the that's way what that every he deserves. And yeah, no and friendship God will deserves, be okay yeah. if you don't talk to them. Exactly. Yeah. It, it will not be healthy at that no. point. And yeah, I know how God deserves to be talked to. It should be in reverence and um, a in worship and in praise and thankfulness and coming to Him with petition and um, and just talking to Him mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, and this is for all spiritual gifts too. Yeah, like any spiritual gifts that you feel like you're lacking, you can go through all these steps to do because. I will say, like, discernment's pretty high up on mine, and I think it is, too. Like, our higher spiritual gifts. But for, like, an example, like, evangelism, that is low for me. Mm. I'm like, I will, once you get them in the church, I would love to be hospitable and wise and, you know, discern things with them and help them grow in their faith. But actually getting them in the church, no, that is not my thing. So I have to pray for, like, that, and I have to pray for God to, you know, like, lay it on my heart to actually do it because that's terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. I cannot just walk up to someone and be like, hey, want to come to church? Because <laughs> 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 yeah. I've done it before, and I'm really bad and awkward. I totally feel that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely the same way. I'm definitely somebody that likes to build up and, yes. like, teach yes. more so. Teaching and discernment, I think, are yeah. my two top um spiritual gifts yes so i totally get that minor shepherding and wisdom mm-hmm. so wisdom wow e- oh <laughs> yeah basically solomon up in here <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not like him. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's why life group works so well for me i love leading a life group because yeah. i get to shepherd them through their lives and i also get to give them advice so be wise like that's my favorite thing to do but if we're ever like okay let's go out on the street and evangelize i'm like absolutely not I yeah. cannot. I'm so terrified. I will pee my pants. I'm so scared. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, that doesn't mean we can't do those things. Exactly. That doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit can't evangelize oh, through yeah. us that don't do well with that. Yes. That, or, like, not naturally, like, he hasn't just, like, gifted us. He yes. will use whatever gift that needs to be used in whatever circumstance mm-hmm. for whoever needs it. But it's also our job to seek those ones that we think we're not good at. Because I could mm-hmm. just be like, well, I'm not an evangelizer, so someone else do it whose gift that is. Yeah, That's no. not what we're supposed to Mm-mm. do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, 
Next, for like developing that gift, I guess I'm just going to say for all of these, but like get into God's word more consistently. That's mm-hmm. something we say all the time and we've mentioned multiple times in this episode alone is just being in his word, knowing what his voice sounds like in, yeah. and through his word. Yes. Um, apply scriptures to your life. Um, are When you're studying God's word, when you're in it, are you thinking about how you can apply it to your life too? Are mm. you adding that element into your study, into yeah. your personal time with him? Um, because I can promise you, ain't, well, yes, like all scripture, you can apply it to your life in some way, whether that's revealing God's character through it, mm-hmm. um, what you should actually do like physically or emotionally or like through your relationships or whatever, yeah. like look at it from many different angles to figure out how you can apply it. Yeah. Exercise all of your spiritual gifts. Just like we were saying, like the Holy Spirit can use any of them in your life and mm-hmm. you should be exercising them all, building those spiritual muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you would for working out, like you need to be building those up and um, researching and asking others to help you with it. And yeah. Um, yeah. And then act on every quiet prompting you feel from the Holy Spirit. Like you're we talking earlier, like God speaks through the stillness like Mm -hmm. he's he whispers and so even if it's just like smile at this person in target today Mm -hmm. like do it and it'll like it might make their day and i know i've noticed for myself when i started practicing that because i know it's like oh wow i don't smile that much Mm -hmm. and when i do smile at people i realize oh they're actually not mad at me they're just probably Mm -hmm. have a a resting mean face (laughs) then they'll smile back yeah, and it might even start a conversation for you to evangelize yeah. if that's your gift or if that's what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. But those quiet, what seem like small promptings is what we need to be practicing. That's what we need to be exercising mm-hmm. too. Yeah, definitely. And even if it's just saying something nice, like I was at Panda Express the other day. Panda Express, if you want to, you know, send me support by <laughs> sending me orange chicken, <laughs> I would love that. Um, but I was at Panda Express and the lady was just like, you're just so pretty. I was listening there. I was like, Aw, thank you. And like, I thought about that for the rest of the day. It just made yeah. me happier. And that's what Jesus does. He makes us happier. So why would we not share that joy with other people? Yeah. And it's something as small as that. Mm-hmm. And that's for everything. Yeah. Every spiritual gift, only good comes from it. Amen. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yep. So those are, so I'll go through the things that we just said once again. So how to develop the gift of discernment and other spiritual gifts. Pray to God regularly, get in God's word, apply scripture to your life, exercise all your spiritual gifts, act on every quiet prompting you feel from the Holy Spirit. So the amazing thing about the Christian life and spiritual gifts is that the Holy Spirit continues to grow us and sanctify us. Woo! We're not done yet. Praise the Lord. Yes, because (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't like that. Um, But I think also this can come down to, let's go back to like bare bones for a minute. Like, how do you pursue a relationship with God, actually? Mm-hmm. Because it's easy to show up on Thursday, show up on Sunday. Or Thursdays are a YA night. That's why I say that. Um, show up to your friend, Christian friend's house. Show up to church on Sunday. Go home and nap. Like, yeah. just get in the routine of it. How do you actually pursue a relationship with God? So we should be consistently seeking, praying, reading, and sharing. Mm-hmm. It is really hard. If you're doing all four of these things, it's hard to not actually have a great relationship with God. Yeah. It's really hard to like share with people how good God is without actually thinking in your head how good God is. Yeah. Like you'd be lying and you just can't do that. Or reading your Bible, actually taking time to read your Bible. It's really hard to do that and then be like, well, I actually really don't know who God is. And it's like, well, if you're reading your Bible, you actually do. Praying, seeking, wanting to know more about God, praying to ask him more. All of these things will help you grow a relationship with God. So that's kind of back to bare bones. Yeah. And, you know, all those things go back to, like, renewing your mind mm-hmm. and how um, Paul says that will be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yeah. Um, or I think Jesus says it, too. Mm-hmm. But. Um, those are those are the practical ways we go about that is the seeking the praying the reading and the sharing and it's so powerful when you're doing that out loud yeah Um, when you're praying out loud when you're reading God's word out loud because Mm -hmm. then you're hearing it too we just had a message on this the other night at YA about the power of your words the power of your tongue Um, and that is so true because that's how you're going to renew your mind and that's how you're going to be pursuing a relationship with God better yeah and I also want to talk about, too, I think sometimes we can get in kind of, I know for me, 
I can get in kind of the mindset of like every time like something every time I feel like I have something going good like my relationship with God is good everything's going good Satan will attack you to something mm, yeah. and like it's bound to happen it's always going to happen there's always going to be spiritual attacks because he hates when your relationship with God is good mm-hmm. and mine and I feel like we can all relate to this especially with hearing God's voice if you don't hear God's voice for a certain amount of time, you start to doubt everything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, is God actually real? Is this actually something I believe in? And that's not something, it took me so long to say that that's not something to be ashamed of. And while yes, in a perfect world, we would all have 100% faith, but that's just not actually how it is. Well, we're in a fallen world. Yes, very fallen. So why can't I hear God's voice? And some of you are like, well, anytime I don't hear God's voice, Satan like takes advantage of that and he kind of like starts to tell me that God isn't even real mm-hmm. and girl I relate to that because he does the same thing to me and I'm not ashamed to admit it because that is just something that he attacks us with but that doesn't mean he's gonna win just because he you know pursues in the battle doesn't mean that he's gonna win the yeah, battle he's already lost amen he's already, already lost. have victory so I wanted to read you John 20 24 through 29 and I will read this whole long thing because it, it is so important So this is whenever Jesus just died on the cross and he rose again. And for those of you who don't know, there was one disciple who really doubted that whenever Jesus came back, it was actually Jesus. So if you're struggling with doubt, this verse is for you. So John 20, 24 through 29. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus. That's a unique name. You should name your child that. Um, (laughs) One of the 12 was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciple told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand onto his side, I will not believe. A week later, the disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came in and stood among them and said, peace be with you. He then said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it on my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord, my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me and you have believed, blessed are those who have not seen and have yet believed. So that has always been a verse that I come back to because I'll feel so guilty and built up about doubt. But the thing is, God knows that we're going to doubt. Jesus knows that we're going to doubt because how on earth in our human minds can we go into this with 100% faith whenever we didn't touch his hands? We haven't touched his side. We weren't there when he died on the cross. We weren't there whenever the grave was opened. He knows that there's going to be doubt and he knows that and he continues to love us anyway. But the Bible talks and Jesus gave an instance. There's no way that this happened by accident. Jesus didn't show Thomas's hands because he had to, because Thomas just wouldn't believe otherwise. Jesus knew that this would be documented for, you know, times to come. Like, this mm-hmm. was kind of the plan. So, he knew it wasn't just for Thomas to hear. Yes. Yes. It was not just for Thomas. It was for you, too. Just kind of remember in your times of doubt, which I'm talking to literally myself right now because I've been going through it lately, and mm-hmm. Satan really knows how to, like, take advantage of you whenever you're going through it. Remember in your times of doubt that Jesus wasn't just talking to Thomas. He was talking to you just sit in his presence and like put your hands on his on the nails on his hands and on his side and just sit in his word if you need to read like the story of Jesus over and over again that Mm -hmm. always helps me like just reading like what Jesus went through and like all that kind of stuff all the times like the people he healed and everything and all the stuff that just doesn't really make sense like to other people outside it makes sense to me because I'm a Christian and I believe it So just being able to read this passage and just know that Jesus knew whenever he died on the cross that you were going to doubt and he chose to love you anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. And I don't know. That's just really helpful for me because I think a lot of times whenever we say, why can't I hear God's voice? It's like, well, I'm not a good Christian or Mm -hmm. maybe I just don't believe in him enough or maybe I'm just doing the wrong thing and whatever. I feel like this all kind of wraps back to like not hearing God's voice doesn't make you a bad Christian. Like that's not what any of it's about not hearing God's voice, like, that doesn't mean any one particular thing. It could be, you know, you're in a test and the teacher has to be quiet. It could be maybe you're not listening. Yeah, maybe you're being stubborn and prideful. Yeah, maybe you're not opening the word. Maybe you're not letting him talk. Maybe during your prayer time, you do so much talking that he doesn't, he isn't able to get a word in. Mm. Like, there are so many things that it could be. So I don't want any of you to think that you're a bad Christian because you can't hear God's voice. So, And none of this that we're saying is like to condemn 
like yeah, whatsoever. No, I think not. sometimes like when you talk about like church hurt, like yeah. that is like accountability is not mm-hmm. church hurt. Yeah. This here is accountability. Like yeah. these are like Skylar said, this is something she's walking through right now. Yeah. This is something that everyone struggles with. So yeah. we know where you're at. Everybody does. Yes. Um, and if you're not in that season right now and you are hearing God, that's amazing. And yeah. let us rejoice with you and let us pray for those who are struggling right now. Yeah. Let, let us lift them up and encourage them and mm-hmm. um, point them in the right direction. And I love how you've tied it all back to um, Jesus and his character and like why he died for us. It mm-hmm. was for us, despite mm-hmm. our sin, despite um, all shame, all of all the ugliness mm-hmm. about us like that that's the sin that mm-hmm. wasn't us he loved us and he did everything um that we couldn't to make yeah. sure that he knew that we were loved so um just what he's done on the cross for us should show us um how much he loves us and yeah. why would we doubt that why yes. would we doubt his intentionality in our lives how mm-hmm. personable he is and speaking to us yeah so i love that you've you've wrap that in in just the just what he did on the cross the sacrifice he made mm-hmm. yeah. so good so we hope that this blesses you guys um uh thank you for listening to some of the scatterbrainness and the yeah, rabbit holes <laughs> <laughs> so this one's gonna be an entertaining one hopefully um and hopefully it makes sense but yes yeah so um hope this blesses you um this is uh, stuff that Skylar and I are going through too. I've recently feel mm-hmm. like I'm walking out of it now. So I don't this think you'll that ever we're applying. Yes, at, like actively now. Yes, <laughs> something that Bryson said one time is you're either about to go into the storm in the middle of the storm or just walking out of the storm. Mm. So with this, why can't I hear God's voice? You're either about to go through a time where you feel like you can't. You're either in the middle of feeling like you can't, or maybe you just came out of a time that you're feeling like you can't. You're yeah. one of the three, and I feel like that's really helpful. Um, I also want to say, guys, too, before Brie wraps up, I want to say if you guys know us in real life and you like want to talk to us, um, reach out to us, text us, mm-hmm. um, talk to us at YA, um, do not hesitate because we do get deep in these podcasts and yeah. um, we do feel like we're forming a relationship with you if you feel like you're forming a relationship with us. So if there's ever anything you guys want to talk about or if you just want to DM, if you're not from around here and you want to DM the Yeah Girl Instagram page, you can do that, yeah. too. Um you could do that. You could text us, call us, pull us aside. We would mm-hmm. absolutely love to talk to you because we're getting deep here. So yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys know a lot about us now. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> especially after that physical health episode. <laughs> I get so many comments about about oh that. People gosh. are like, "I feel like I know too much about you." I'm oh like, "Probably <laughs> yeah. shared so much. I don't regret it, but I'm not gonna listen to it." <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit because that, that I mean. It's normal. We're all girls. Yeah. We should be all girls. Except for not this. all girls yeah. listen to this. Just guys don't listen to the physical health episode, please. Yeah, don't don't go back and but, listen to it. Um, yeah, no. This is this is for God's glory. This is to bless you guys. And, yeah. Um, to just share how God's worked in our lives, and um, we're just doing the best that we can to surrender mm-hmm. this to the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us and yeah. um, the experiences that we've had. We've had. Um, that's why we are our top. Our, what is it? Our theme, not our theme, our slogan. <laughs> I don't know the word, but it's um, tackling hard topics with women of the word. Yeah. Because um, that's what we want to do. That's yeah. what this is all about. So yep. um, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcasts and click the link in our bio to ask any questions. Mm-hmm. Please do reach out. Like Skylar was saying, we'd love to answer any questions you have mm-hmm. um, and to form an actual like in-person relationship with you we want to talk to you guys definitely um, and make more friends yep so yeah thank you so much for joining us today uh and we'll catch you at the next one bye bye